Hi guys and welcome to Thirsty Thursday. I hope everybody has had a great week so far. Um, I just wanted to start out today um, before I kind of jumped into what I said we were going to talk about today. And I just wanted to um, take us take a minute to just kind of, um, you know, you guys know that I'm a Christian and you know, if you don't pray, you know, that's, that's your business. Um, but it's for me, you know, it's a lot going on in this world right now. And, you know, it's so disheartening, um, to see what's going on in this world. Um, and I just definitely want to pray for these parents that are in family, you know, families that are losing their kids. Um, at the hands of the people who are supposed to protect us. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, well, they should have complied or they shouldn't have committed a crime if they even did commit a crime. But, you know, our God is a God of second chances. And just because you chose to go in a store and steal something, you don't deserve to die for it. Um, you run from the police you don't deserve to die from it, die because of it. Um, there are a lot of things in the world that I know and that I don't know. Um, but one thing that I do know is that we should not, as human beings, think that we have a right to decide who lives and who dies. Um and, you know, I, I've never spoke on, um, this topic specifically before for a lot of reasons. Um, I have, um, a lot of law enforcement in my family, um, and they are good people. They're good, they're good police officers. And I am aware that not all police officers are bad. Um, so, I'm not afraid of police officers. When I get pulled over, it's not me thinking, oh, I'm going to die today. I don't think that way. And it could be because of my family members um, and close family members at that, that are officers. But it is so sad, even if they do get pulled over by a good cop, um, for black men, black and brown people to be so afraid to the point that they're in tears. And that is the part that's sad. Um, like I said, even if you get a good police officer that pulls you over for your traffic violation, if you have one at all, um, you, you shouldn't be fearful of people who are supposed to protect and serve. And, you know, they wake up every morning and sacrifice their lives, you know, but do your job. Um, it's is I have a biracial son, but to every to the world, all they're gonna see is a, a little black boy. Um, and the Dante Wright situation hits home because he's biracial. He was biracial, um, and and that I I just I don't understand it. I don't understand why. Um, first of all, killing somebody's child on accident is something that you can never come back from and something that because we are human is unforgivable. Um, but he was trying to run away. Why not just let him run away? I, I get it. You're a police officer. But at that point, 
You know who he is. You said he had an arrest warrant out for him. Why kill him? I, I, I don't understand that. And then you pretend as a 25 year, 25, 26 year vet that you didn't know you had your, your gun instead of your taser. Like we now, one thing y'all think is that we're dumb. We're not. And I don't, I don't want to go into a whole, get on a whole soapbox about that, but I did my prayers go out to them. Um, and you know, as a Christian, we need to pray for these murderers too. So I definitely, I, I pray for her. Um, I pray for all of these police officers that have murdered people for no apparent reason. I pray for your soul. Um, and I definitely pray for those families. Um, but we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, and I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about, um, fitness and everything like that in my journey. All right. So I'm going to just jump right into it. But basically today I wanted to talk to you guys about kind of, um, jumpstarting my fitness journey and things like that. Now, I will say this, let's rewind back to basically I have lifted weights. I have played basketball of some sort, track and field, um, just been active from probably the age of 13 all the way up until I was 22. And once I turned 22, I think I played maybe in some competitive leagues as in, in a, you know, a young adult, um, probably for about th- two, three years, um, after I got out of college. Um, and then after that, I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I don't know as an athlete, what, like, clicks in your mind to where you're just like, I'm not lifting another weight. I'm not running another sprint. I'm not doing anything else. And then over those, that time frame from then, you know, because I, I would say that that was, let's see, that was almost 16 years ago. Right. So over that 16 year period, if you're like me, you pick up heck of weight. Right. And for me personally, the crazy thing about it is I don't have some weird body dysmorphia. I like, I don't, I am aware that I need to be healthy. I am aware of that, but I'm not like, you know how some people like look in the mirror and they're like, oh my God. And maybe I should be like that. (laughs) And then maybe I would be, you know, more apt to, you know, do what I need to do. However, I do think it's very important because of my family history Um, I have a family history of, of course, being African-American, diabetes, high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? And there's no reason why we should continue to pass this generational curse down of having those types of health issues. So I am well aware that I need to um, get my life together in that situation. Um, It really kind of hit home. I have uh, what's called essential hypertension. Um, It's not out of control, out of control. I'm just taking it as a preventative before it gets out of control, if that makes sense. Um, I take a little bit of amlodipine. I take one pill a day. That's it. Um, so basically to, um, what's going to help that is pretty much me losing some weight. 
So basically what happened was last year during COVID, I was like, this is the perfect time to get in shape. Um, because with me, when I actually started working out and getting to it, I love it. I, I really, my, I hate, let's be clear. I hate walking. I think it's so boring and I hate running. Okay. But I love strength and conditioning. Right. I am aware that there is some, um, my major, like I said, my undergrad is in exercise science. So I am aware that cardio, you know, you can do a little bit of cardio, but it's not specifically necessary, if that makes sense. So I do like when I first get in there, I will, um, if you've never, if you've never used this app, it's called couch to 5k. That app will never encourage me to be a runner, but a lot of people say they become runners after that app, not me, <laughs> but it keeps you a little active and it's something you can do prior to going to lift your weights and things like that. And you'll start to see that weight drop off. Um, but once I get into it, I'm into it. My, I, you know, I start dropping weight fairly quickly. Um, I'm tall, so I carry my weight better than if I was, if I was this weight, and five eight, it would be a whole roly poly problem, right? <laughs> but I am tall, so I carry my weight a little differently. Um, uh, I would like to, and I don't have like a big stomach or anything like that. But I would like to lose um, weight in my thighs and my arms. Um, and the Lord blessed me with a rear. So that is what it is. <laughs> and he blessed me with the chest and that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But those are the two areas is my arms and my thighs, um, that I would like to see smaller. Um, and when I do pick up weight, I pick for some reason, like you can tell when I gain weight, cause my face is just ridiculous. I mean, it's just like, Hey world, Tarika's gaining weight. <laughs> and then when like the first like two weeks of me losing weight, my face gets super thin. Like it's, I don't know what it is. It's just like, that's where I carry a lot of my weight is in my face, but that's not like a problem area for me because I know like that for those first couple of weeks when I work out, work out, that's where that weight is going to come from. And that comes off easily. Okay. Now I'm 38 and I'm trying to get the weight off my thighs and my arms. Now that's a little different. Okay. And, um, I do, I use like, so anyways, what I was saying, I always go on a tangent with y'all, um, because I just, I'm unprofessional. I don't take notes. I just start talking, <laughs> but, um, what I was going to say is I started to do that during the pandemic and then I got COVID. Right. And I'm like, Ooh, and I was like walking outside or whatever, but you know, I got COVID from the gym. Um, that gym is, it doesn't matter, but I got it from the gym um, because they were still open and still wilding out without masks, but it was so new or whatever. But, um, and yeah, I went down, uh, I lost 30 pounds from COVID 30. Yeah. It was that, it was that crucial. So I was like, Ooh, okay. But the thing is I wasn't eating. I was barely drinking. So when you lose weight like that, it's really hard. It's really easy to give it, to get, gain it back. Um, I gained 15 pounds of it back. Um, so for total for 2020, I lost 65 pounds. Okay. 
And like I said, when you look at me, I carry my weight differently. So when I'm going to tell you these numbers, you'll be like, dang. But, you know, I it's just how I carry my weight. Um, and then, like I said, I've lifted tons of weights. I did a lot of Olympic lifting, um, especially in college. And if you don't know what that is, that's just a lot of bars, squats, um, clean, uh, power cleans, hanging cleans, whatever you want to call it, um, deadlifts. And so I have really broad shoulders and I'm big boned. So I have like a lot of muscle to build really quickly. So I'm heavier, um, as far as the scale is concerned. Um, this year, 2021, I said, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds in 2021. And we are in, what month are we in? April. I've only lost 20 pounds. So I've been wilding. I've been chilling. Okay. So I figure if you tell people, then they, you kind of got to be held accountable for it. And I don't like to do the before and after um, on, you know, social media or whatever until I reach my 100 goal. All right. So basically that's my goal for this year. And I'm going to do it. Okay. Is This is what I'm going to tell you about this weight loss thing for you guys that are doing it. I started in February of 2020 and I'm down roughly, let me see, 65, 75 pounds. Okay. And I want to lose, I, I actually want to lose a, well over a hundred more, but that's just my goal for this year is a hundred pounds. Right. And I'm not one to, like, I don't do that at the beginning of the year. That's my resolution. I don't do that because you've been in the gym for two weeks and quit. Or three. They said most people, it's like statistics, right? Most people who set weight loss as a New Year's resolution will work out for three months. They'll join a gym, work out for three months, and then quit. They'll stop going. And most of the gym people will just have, you know, they'll be just be taking money out each month and you're not using it. Um, and currently I pay for Planet Fitness and I don't use it because I'm not going in the gym until I get my second dose of the vaccine, but they're just taking my money every month. <laughs> and that's, I mean, they make tons of money for that, you know, but I digress. That's pretty much where I am. And I'm just going to talk to you guys real quickly, kind of about some things I've been doing, um, I have not been doing, and we'll go from there. Um, but, I, oh, what I was going to say, see, I've been going on tangents. What I was going to say is anybody that goes on this weight loss journey, please, please, please realize that it's not, especially heavier people. I'm not talking about people that want to lose like 10 pounds. It's not a sprint. It's definitely a marathon. Take your time with it and really just do it, do it the right way. Um, because if you don't do it the right way, let's just think you don't want to diet your entire life. I don't believe in diets, period. Okay. Because I feel like when you restrict yourself, that's silly. Like, I mean, and, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean by like, I mean like people who go on like very specific diets, like. For instance, a couple, I've known at least, I would say at least 25 people. That's, that's a pretty decent amount. Granted the amount of people in the world, but that's a decent amount for just one person to know 25 people, um, because it was a group that did the keto diet, right? The keto diet is bomb. 
the problem with the keto diet is the moment you stop doing it, you're going to gain the weight back. Um, it's something you, it's like a lifestyle. It's like, you literally have to change your lifestyle to be, you know, to do keto because that diet, I feel like a lot of the diets are the drop a lot of weight really fast the first two weeks. And then people typically, people typically who do that keto diet and stuff like that are the people that want to lose like 10, 15 pounds or something like that. And then they lose that and then they go back to their regular lifestyle and then they gain it all back. That is what I don't want to do. I think the major problem with especially Americans is portion control. We do too much. I mean like entirely too much. And until I really started looking at that, it's like, okay, if I want to go get some, I don't eat red meat. That's that's not something that I cut out. That's just something I just don't eat. Um, but I eat a lot of chicken and I don't eat seafood. That's disgusting. <laughs> but I wish I did eat seafood because ironically, I feel like fish is better than chicken. Um, research wise, but I eat chicken nevertheless. And, um, I try to do baked chicken instead of fried chicken. Um, but I do like my uh, wings, but when I do get wings, I get them soft like when you go to restaurants, like for instance, my favorite wing place is Buffalo Wild Wings. I call it B Dubs. You can ask them to bake your chicken and toss it in the sauce instead of frying the chicken and then tossing it in the sauce. But that's a little trick on the menu, and they're gonna tax you for it. But it's a healthier choice if you want to use the word healthy dealing with B Dubs. But um, instead of like an instance is, um. For instance, for dinner tonight, I had chicken wings and then I had broccoli, okay? Instead of me eating 10 wings, like I, like most people, I mean, would just order 10 wings and, and I only eat flats. <laughs> I'm super picky. Um, instead, of, instead of ordering 10 wings, order five. And, and it like, you need to like shrink your stomach to not just overeat. Because I feel like most of us will eat even when we're full, we'll be like, oh my God, I'm so full. And then you would eat more bites. And that's what makes it, we overindulge. And that's what gives us those extra pounds, right? Um, and I don't drink soda. So it's like, I wish I drank soda. Because when people cut out soda, they lose so much weight just from cutting that out. Because there's so much sugar in it. But I don't drink soda. Um, I have always, as long as I can remember as a kid, I drink either, I very rarely drink juice, um, unless I'm drinking a cocktail and I'll mix juice with it, but I drink, um, and if I drink like a crown or something, you know, most people do crown and Coke. I don't drink Coke. I do crown and, um, cranberry, um, is actually quite disgusting unless you do apple crown. <laughs> um, but juice, um, when I'm working out and stuff, I do like Powerades. But the thing about Powerade and Gatorade is you, I always pour half of it out, which I probably shouldn't do that because it's so wasteful when I think about it. But I pour half of it out and fill the rest up with water um, because there's so much sugar in it or it's, it's something in it. I can't remember. Don't get, don't quote me on that. Okay. But it's something in it that makes it unhealthy for you to just sit around and drink Gatorade when you're not working out at all because it like replenishes your electrolytes or something like that. Um, however, 
Um, and then water. I can drink, a, I drink a gallon of water every day right now. And me and my friend group, we talk about drinking water every day. They'll be like, how many ounces? They'll be like 12. And I'll be like, oh, I drank a gallon a day. And I'm just like, you know, it's nothing for me to drink a gallon of water. And I'm like, dang, I wish I could do better with, like, legit. It makes no sense to work out if your eating is bad, right? Um, so on Sundays, I started meal prepping. And meal prepping... I, I'm not, I can't even really jazz that up for you and make it seem like it's something you should glorify and be happy about. It's so annoying. One, because I don't cook for real. So the things that I do cook, it's like I try to eat some form of green with each meal, right? In the morning, I typically do cereal. Um, I have to do like a raisin bran and I drink almond milk unsweetened. Um, because I have like a lactose <laughs> thing going on, um, little lactose intolerant and it's gotten worse since the older I've gotten. So I'm like, no, nah, I need to stay away from that milk and cheese. Um, so, um, I typically do that in the morning. I do like a, I, I, yes, I have a son, but he's, I do buy Gogurt, Gogurt. Yeah. Gogurt. And I eat that. And because I don't like all that other like yo play crap. I mean, it's yogurt. Okay. So I drink it. Or I do, I mean, <laughs> I drink it. So I eat it as a snack. Um, or I'll do walnuts and peanuts, like 100 calorie pack as a snack. Or I'll do popcorn as a snack. Okay. So I try to do healthy snacks. Um, dinner. I'm super picky with vegetables. I hate vegetables, but I can, I can mess with some spinach, broccoli. I do like cabbage, but cabbage makes me feel super, super uncomfortable. And I think that's just because I'm getting old. I feel so old. I know I'm only 38, but I just feel so old because my body doesn't process things the way it used to. And cabbage, it makes your girl feel like I'm about to explode, right? So, but broccoli, spinach. I can't really get down with kale. It's something about it. It's like I have a thing with textures. But, um, yeah, I pretty much stick around spinach and broccoli. Um, and then I'll do baked chicken, um, like whether it's baked chicken strips. Um, I do use the air fryer cause it makes the food feel like you're cheating and eating, <laughs> even though you are eating healthy. So I do use the air fryer and you can get like an air fryer cookbook, which is what I have. And you can find all kinds of stuff in there, um, to whip up. But, um, yeah, that, so basically I would say, and then I walk, 25 miles a month that's not a whole lot at all like pe for people who are runners that's like laughable because they can probably do 25 in the same week um me and my friends are in a nike run club and we um just do like a leaderboard and most of them like walk a ton and run a ton so i'm always the last one in the group which is fine i just want to reach my 25 you know what I'm saying? So like this month, I think I'm like at 11 miles and it's the 15th. So I'm already, I'm, I'm pretty much on well on track to where I need to be. Um, I'll pick up some, some miles this weekend, but it's rained the last two, three days in Houston. So that's not fair. Cause I'm not walking in the rain period. I'm not dedicated like that. When you see those people outside running in the rain and snow, um, no, I'm not set up like that, <laughs> but consistency and don't beat yourself up for a bad day because there'll be some days I'll be like, 
I like I love Subway, right? So that's my cheat meal. My friends think that's lame to have a cheat meal at Subway. And on top of that, I eat Subway tuna, which that is a whole nother story <laughs> because now it's like, it's not real or something. I don't care. It's good. I'm eating it. Right. So one day I'll just be like, oh man, forget that meal prep in that refrigerator. I'm going to go Subway. Right. And I can't beat myself up about that because I was decent the majority of the day. You know what I'm saying? And then next day, just do better. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And just try not to have more bad days than you have good, you know? And eventually you'll get a little bit more consistent with it. And then you'll get more consistent with the walking. Um, if you are like me, I think I lifted too many weights as a younger, as a, as a young kid and a young adult that that's taking a toll on my body. Because when I started walking, like my lower back is sore, my knee, I have a torn meniscus that the doctor said is supposed to heal on its own. I went to rehab for eight weeks and I'm still waiting on it to heal on its own. And my body is just trying to break down on me, but you just got to push through the pain. But, um, yeah, just a little consistency. So my best advice, and I'll check in with you guys probably in about a month with where I am with my journey. And hopefully I have done better than 15 pounds and got my life together. Right. <laughs> but, um, I've got the, the, the best advice I can give you is first, before you start, take your picture, right? Because sometimes the scale isn't really showing you progress because I've dropped three sizes in pants since last year. Okay. But when I look in the mirror sometimes I'll be like, where? But I know that I've lost it because my pants are, you know, I wear three sizes smaller. So this is what I'm going to say. Take your progress picture before. Um, I take a progress picture every month. Um, I weigh myself every two weeks. And the reason why I do every two weeks, um, I'm not, I don't have an addictive personality. Um, but the reason why I do it every two weeks is because when I'm doing this journey and people ask me that I'm going to say, I want to be able to say every two weeks because I feel like people who weigh like every day get super obsessive with it. And then some people would, it turns into like an eating thing, like an eating disorder. And it's not like it triggers it. It just depends on your personality, how you handle things like that. So I weigh, like I said, take your progress picture, the very first one for the day you start and then take a picture every month. And then you can do your side-by-sides and compare. And then um, weigh yourself every two weeks. Um, I would suggest you get apps um, to kind of keep track of that. Um, I use Happy Scale. Um, you can also use My Fitness Pal. Um, and with My Fitness Pal, you can actually track your food. So that's a plus. Um then let me think what else um eating meal prep meal prep on sundays depending how your work i don't work on the weekends so me meal prepping on sunday because i really don't do anything other than church excuse me i don't do anything other than church so i meal prep and then i just enjoy the rest of my day now sometimes i lose my mind and don't meal prep till like eight o'clock at night and that is annoying because it takes like hours okay so give yourself some time. I, I would say about two to three hours, depending on what you're cooking. Okay. Um, my snacks, I don't pack those because I just have them in there. So I can just grab one. Um, 
but just really try to stay away from a bunch of processed foods and start slowly, ease your way into it. Be realistic, right? Because realistically, if you eat McDonald's, you eat Subway, you eat Wendy's or whatever it is you eat every single day, just cold turkey stopping that is not, it's not going to help. So you should first start off by saying, okay, I'm not going to drink sodas for a week, right? So you quit sodas, you just straight up drink water. Eventually you're going to get used to just drinking water and then say, okay, I'm not drinking water. Now I'm only going to go to fast food once a day as opposed to twice a day, right? And then you eventually take that fast food out and say, okay, I'm going to start meal prepping on Sunday. Right. You have to do what works for you, because when you try to do what works for other people, you fail at it and you don't want to fail. You want to be successful. And remember, it's not a sprint. Okay, so I hope this helped. And like I said, I'll reach out to you guys and catch you up on where I am. And um, and then we'll go from there. Um, But I hope everyone has a blessed rest of your week. Stay safe, stay blessed, and I will see you guys on Sunday.